Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's BudPod 70. Uh, 70, uh, what is that to you? 1970? 1970. That doesn't yeah. mean much to me, the year 1970. I mean, we could have done that with every episode. That's true. There are very few numbers that aren't also years. <laughs> That's one of those weird tricks that you get. Even, even, the, the, very, even the very big numbers eventually be, will be years, as long as In the sun has exploded. Yeah. Scientists theorize that even the year a million will eventually exist. Well, it's, I guess in, it, depending on the, what calendar you use, it already it already does. Probably by the uh, dinosaur calendar, year oh. million has has been and gone. Very very hard to use dinosaur time as a way of uh, excusing being late. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, you know I'm how just... there's um, there's Arab time um, in in the Middle East. I think it's called Arab time or Arab. Saudi Arabia time? I've, I don't know. I've, I've heard this from people who used to live in, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, which means like there's kind of no such thing as being late. Yeah. And if you say we'll meet at four o'clock, if everyone gets there at seven, then the meeting was scheduled for seven. Like something like that, right? I like wonder it, if like, maybe like dinosaurs sort of, said a similar thing. Like it retroactively corrects itself. Yeah. That's quite good for to, to save pride, isn't it? That's quite good. <laughs> well, I, 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 I'd say we arrange it for seven. Well, well, yeah, me too. In that case, we're all early. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Then you could just go. Well, then we're all good, aren't we? Um, seventy is also what four four score and no. What? How much is score? I was thinking about this. How many is the score? Is a, it twenty? A score is twenty. Yeah. Okay, so it's four score and minus ten. Okay, that doesn't work. Four, four, four and a three and a half score. Three and a half score. Three score and ten. I, I like. I'm, I, it's a shame we don't use score anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm score years old. Come to my score birthday party. My scorey first. <laughs> my, my scorey first. <laughs> my sweet score teen. I'm scorey eight years old. I'm. <laughs> From London, uh, I don't on a dating profile. <laughs> They've got it. Why their age gap is a score? <laughs> have it's you had a celebrity? Have you had a? She's got a new boyfriend. Guess how old he is? <laughs> Two score older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, celebrity. Yeah, like a celebrity age gap thing, like, or, or like. Uh, do you do you have this? I've met I've I've met sort of several people over the years who have said about themselves or about their friends like they they only go for older guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I but I mean like twenty years, fifteen years older. Right. Yes. I'm always fascinated uh, by those people because they've clearly just they if you if you ask them about it they've often like been at like that's been their thing for a while and I just admire. I think I admire anyone who who has a, a a category that they just go. That's what I that's what I go for. That's it. And and such a quantitative category. Yes. Not like nice eyes or good sense of humor. Mm. It's just certain number of years born earlier than I was. <laughs> yes. I admire that definitive attitude. Yes. There's no there's no debate about whether or not. Oh, but do they seem? You know, really empathetic or not. It's like, are they 40? <laughs> 40 or above. If not, I'm not even going to assess. I'm not like the process doesn't even start for me. Especially as a middle aged man. Yeah. Is sort of, it's sort of like the. It's, it's the root one example of an unattractive person. Just like. Yes. What are you, a middle-aged man? It's, it's never used in any kind of ad, 
admiring context. No, no, it's never a compliment, and that's. But then often, if you if you sort of get into, I've I've only ever I've only ever met one person who goes for the older man who who really means it across the board. The rest of them, essentially, what they mean is, I do my best to find people who look like Pierce Brosnan. Okay. Okay. So it's like okay, yeah, he's forty, whatever, but he's like. Of, so so if he's only more handsome because he has gray temples you know that kind of thing that's right yeah whereas only, i've only ever met one person who's like going for the ones who actually look like, <laughs> like just like a middle-aged <laughs> businessman <laughs> just just some guy you know <laughs> yeah i can understand that yeah well yeah so in in those in those cases for those people who like who's just looking for a sort of piers brosnan it's like Oh, you're not into older men. You're just into like, you're into handsome older men. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's that there's that joke about oh, you know whatever women love beards or women love whatever. It's like no no everyone loves a handsome or beautiful person with that thing. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's like when people go oh glasses are sexy and you go well let's let's look at what you're really saying here. I think that's a that's um our friend and uh, podcast Adam Hess's joke, isn't it? Yes. Yes, that was it. That's what I was, I was yeah, just yeah, trying yeah. to think who did that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it turns out they like handsome men with beards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think, I think I admire anyone who, yeah, quantitative, like you say, measurable. They can just say, this is it. Here's a category. Save myself some time. That's why I, I kind of like, you know, p- people have like a height minimum. I mean, it's easy for me to say because I am tall and I, I usually exceed um the the minimum height required Mm. um but i kind of like just putting a number on it yes i i this is my this is my tall privilege speaking pierre (laughs) well it is we're we're both tall 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 privileged people um that's right but i think i'm i'm mostly envious of it because it saves some it must save a lot of time i think yeah they're not endlessly considering everything individually. They've got these big time-saving rules. That's right. Mm. Yeah, um, I think I, I, I'm, just, I'm just envious of anyone who knows themselves and knows what they want so clearly. Because you know me, I'm always so like, I dither so much. And I always worry about... Because as I've spoken about it before, my, I have the terrible fear of regret. And so it takes... Me, it takes me ages to make a decision about anything and I usually I'd rather not even pick anything than pick something and find out I've chosen the wrong thing <laughs> so I, I, I just ad, admire people who just go yep he's gotta have a, a wrinkly face and um, a, a divorce under his belt yeah and that's me sorted yeah well that's it well the key there you've hit upon exactly what I was thinking the key there is that they, they, they mean it they haven't elected arbitrarily so they really, really yes. mean that that's what they want. They don't, they don't go, oh, it would save time if I did this. They actually think it. The sincerity is the key because if you don't mean it, like if I was to decide that I had a height limit, even though I don't care, it would just be like a false load of admin for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then if I met someone who was under or over the height, whatever it is, then I could be like, I wouldn't be like, well, who cared? Too bad. I would be like, oh, well, maybe I was wrong to pick that arbitrary rule. Right, okay. So you admire them for actually sticking to the rules they set themselves? No, because they mean it. Oh. That's what I'm saying, is that they, they didn't oh, choose okay, that rule. Okay. The rule chose them. <laughs> That's what I envy like most of all. Like Excalibur. Yes, exactly, like Excalibur. It's like how I don't sex have Excalibur. To... <laughs> That's their Sexcalibur. Yeah. I mean, that should be the new term for a sexual proclivity you have, <laughs> you have no control over. <laughs> That chose you. That's your sex caliber. <laughs> I, I, I can only get an erection if my partner puts on a donkey mask. But that's my sex caliber. Yeah, <laughs> that's my sex caliber to bear. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exactly it. Because I mean, yeah, that it's 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 the sincerity of it. Because they really, yeah, they really, they 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 really feel it. That's 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 the definitiveness that I envy is because it's real. I can I can pick a rule as well as anyone, but it doesn't mean that I really think it. I'm just picking it. 
Mm. It's like mm. how I don't need to I don't need to give myself the rule not to eat broken glass. Like I'm yeah, not gonna sure. do that. I don't need I don't need to make a rule for that. I already don't want to do that. Um it's that for but them then it's you, that level. Uh-huh. Right, yes, 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 yes. I see, I see, I see. Like it's absolutely instinct instinctual, which I'm never sure if it's if that's a word. Instinctual. Instinctive? Hmm. Instinctive. Hmm. Instinctive. Yeah, I think it's instinctive, isn't it? My instinct are telling me it's instinctive. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Have you seen... Uh, how are you feeling about the apocalypse, just generally? We haven't talked about the apocalypse for a while because it felt like it was ending. And it's just... It's still there. It's still there, but it's now sort of a background apocalypse. A back-apocalypse. Mm. Um, it's all just humming away in the background. Melbourne has gone into lockdown again we, we you and i have some friends in melbourne and that's um they were real cocky those aussies for a little bit there yeah going oh we've oh you in the uk and we thought you know you, you, you hit real bad we just had a couple of weeks inside and by <laughs> the barbie and now we're back on on the beach and drinking a, a beery yeah um and then but now they're all locked up again well wow. six weeks apparently yeah, well, you can't you can't can't uh, scare coronavirus away with corks dangling from a hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's not enough, Australia. It turns out. Um, yeah, yeah. I think they they Melbourne would be like the, the second smuggest. The smuggest is just the nation of New Zealand for just oh, we did all our homework and now we're allowed pudding. <laughs> yeah, good old New Zealand. Yeah, whereas yeah, I, I get as much as I like New Zealand, I get quite annoyed with <laughs> the sort of cutesy, automatic uh, uh, reverence for everything New Zealand does and every achievement it makes, and yeah, and and how 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 well it's handled the the coronavirus pandemic, as if it isn't a pair of isolated islands on the edge of the world with a completely <laughs> self-sufficient agricultural economy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's 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 just that syndrome that people be gen, generally people in the west but especially people in the UK have of pick a country and make it uh Eden. It used to be Sweden. Yeah. It used to, it was Canada, then it was Sweden, yeah. and they both fucked up because yep. cuz Trudeau wouldn't stop blacking up. He wouldn't stop. Sw uh, Sweden <laughs> played chicken with the coronavirus. Yeah. And and so now everyone has to go, well, it's not Canada. It's not Scandinavia. I guess we'll have to pick this sort of love child that Canada had with Scandinavia and put on the other end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it also, it's like, it's only just qualified to be the next country we groundlessly uh, 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 project our fears and hopes onto because of Jacinda Ardern, which everyone's just gone, yes, a, a leader who I, d I don't know much about, but I've heard three good things, and that's enough. She, well, she's very charismatic, very photogenic, obviously very good, very compassionate. But as I was saying to you, um, I, I, I've had to do some research. I did some research on Jacinda Ardern for um, a thing I'm writing. And She's, I, I had no idea, but her party is in coalition with basically the New Zealand equivalent of Brit Britain First. Yes, she's yeah. in a minority government, and I had no idea. <laughs> you didn't know that. No. Nope. And if you didn't know something, you know that means like ninety nine percent of people. If you don't know the exact makeup of a coalition government somewhere in the world that means that 99.98 percent of people have no idea about it <laughs> and it just suddenly seems very convenient that we don't know about this coalition yes it is convenient and the the real the real truth is that on a on a on an on a macro international scale is don't have heroes absolutely don't do it because and, uh, and and also well and you can have heroes but with the understanding that politics is complicated it's yeah. unclean and it requires compromise but i don't know people aren't really into compromise right now no um and 
Anyone, any, anyone who never ever wants to compromise, I'm always disappointed to find out that they don't, you know, have a gun. Because <laughs> it's oh, like, well, I see, I see. Because it's like, well, how do you propose to conduct any business? <laughs> well, how do you intend on intend on defending these principles you hold so dearly, or or forcing them on others because others won't do them, and you don't compromise? So wait, so you're saying that you'd have more respect for uh, someone online who believes that words are violence if they also owned a rifle <laughs> to uphold that belief? <laughs> no, I, what, I, what I mean is like, when someone says, the things I believe are 100% correct and everything else is evil, right? If yes, you really yes. believe that, you need to act, don't you? So if you really believe that oh, and you're not doing anything, then I believe right. that you believe that, but you're a lazy fucker. You're you're letting yes, evil I, take over the world, according to you. That's okay. Yes, and I, I this is similar to my feeling. I think I've maybe spoken about this before to you, about you know you, you and I we have we have a a friend. Well, a few I'm sure both of us who are very religious, like Christian. Yeah. And who, if they truly believe what they believe, must think that they they believe that I'm going to hell by their belief system. I'm going to, when I die, I will spend eternity being tortured by the devil. <laughs> yeah. And they, they haven't tried to convert me once. They haven't tried to save my soul. They haven't fought. They should be crying every day that I am not a Christian because their yeah. friend is going to be tortured by demons in hell in, in the, in, in smelly sulfurous flames <laughs> and for time immemorial. And they, but when they see me, they're like, hey, Phil. They yeah. should be crying their eyes out every time they, they should see be me. grabbing your collar and saying, Phil, get it together. <laughs> but it, it, it's it's like I remember having a, a conversation at a at a in a bar once with someone who was saying that uh, a politician they knew, like a politician who they were in a position to be able to sort of speak to or have access to, they were like, oh, well, they're, they're, they're a, like a fascist. They're like an evil Nazi, I think. I think they really are like a, an evil Nazi. Um, mm -hmm. And they were still just like sometimes hanging out with them. Mm. And it's like, well, sorry, you can't have breakfast with Hitler and still criticize him. <laughs> you, can't, you can't write a little breakfast blog called Breakfast with, with Hitler, Hitler and be like, oh, you'll never guess who was in a mood at brunch again. Hitler. <laughs> If you're going to make big sweeping, disappointed with his veggie sausages. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, this is it, and I mean, I, what I'm what I'm really saying is obviously not that I think everyone should have guns and not compromise and murder each other. What I'm saying is, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to point out that these people who like to speak in such uncompromising terms don't mean it. They just sound like the sound of it when it yes. comes out their mouth. They never mean it. They will always compromise. So what, they're just grandstanding. It's <laughs> yes. meaningless grandstanding. I don't know if you, I'm sure you have, but a few times I have uh, met in person someone who I virulently disagree with online and who yeah. online, they present a completely concrete political philosophical <laughs> position. And when I meet them in person, they're like, yeah, I mean, I guess so. No, I suppose you have a point. It's like, what? You're, you're supposed to be uncompromising about this. <laughs> <laughs> which was, and I think which one is lying? Which one is lying? I, is the online version of you lying, or is this version is the real life version of you lying about yeah. how you really feel? You want to say to them, they, they call you the Iron Bastard. What are you doing? <laughs> Where's your uncompromising fist? Yeah, <laughs> I think the online version is lying. Um, I don't know. You know, do. You, I feel well, like we we we're more honest. Like, do you remember when Twitter first started, and and there was a saying, a sort of modern adage that on Facebook you lie to your your friends, and on Twitter you tell the truth to strangers. Oh, interesting! I missed that. Yeah, and I I I mean, people don't use Facebook anymore, but I think the second half of that adage has remained true. I think. I think on Twitter you are honest because we still have we still haven't really 
computed in our monkey brains that our phones are public portals. It still feels very intimate. It still feels very personal. It feels like you're writing in a diary. So I think when you tweet something, I think you are being very, I think you are being very honest. I think that's true, except for public figures, though, because they're, they're selling to the base, you know? Yeah, I mean, if you're aware of your online profile as brand. Yes. Then I guess I, that doesn't hold as true. Well, that's it. Yeah, you've you've got to be like everyone's competing to be the purest and 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 most thorough version of X brand. Whether that yeah, be, you're right. Whether that's you know Momentum or UKIP or anything like that, everyone's trying to be like, well, I think it the most, and here's my book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I suppose. Yeah, you meet them in real life, the and they're like, well, changed. you know, you compromise, and you're like, well, d- not according to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly it. Yeah. Um. And also they just, um, they basically are the same as any other Twitter user that isn't a famous person. They just see like a tweet from one of their ideological enemies and it fucks them off. So they write a kind of really barbed, decisive tweet in the other direction. And then then, mm. then they have to like back it up and then they have to be like, no, well, you know, maybe sometimes I do think that on the fucking Today program or whatever. It's just an endless cycle of um, people goading each other or themselves into further and further crazy statements it's like a crazy merry-go-round i suppose it's also because it's it's not an active discussion is it it's turn-based <laughs> yeah. like, it's a turn-based strategy game yes it's like media. civilization yeah so you don't get to act you don't get to react in real time you have to you have to make your move you put po- you write your post you make your move you let it sit there and then you wait for your opponent's retaliation and so compromise takes a lot longer to get to because you have to whittle through all these, you know, these ping-ponging um, takes or these ping-ponging assertions yeah. and positions until you eventually reach compromise. But you rarely reach a compromise. It's, 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 and it's all about getting engagement, getting those clicks, those sweet clicks. Mm, it feels good. It feels good. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. What do you think is the most like anodyne, meaningless position you could take on something that's not important that would get the most online response? Well, dogs. I mean, we've spoken about before. The of most course. The, the most abuse I've ever gotten online was for saying something about dogs. <laughs> More than anything I've said about race, well, it was politics. More, it was more about like uh, white British people and dogs, wasn't it? Well, it's just about white people and dogs. It's about someone thinking that the dog killing scene in Chernobyl. Spoilers is the most. There's the saddest thing about it, even though young people, men turn people, into jelly. People melt. <laughs> and I just thought that was ridiculous. And people were like, "What a heartless thing to say about about actor dogs." <laughs> what a horrible thing to say! I I, I love the idea that that that's the kind of person we'd say to them, and they dropped a nuclear bomb on uh, Hiroshima, and this many people died, and there's a blank face, and you go, and a hundred pet canaries, and they'd go, no, <laughs> there were pets in the city, and I I, I don't like this um, idea that. Animals aren't sort of deserving of the fallout of war because they had played no part in it. Mm. Because it's a human war. But animals lost the original war against humans, <laughs> didn't they? 
They keep losing it. It's ongoing. Like every day they lose it. Every day a billion chickens lose the war all over again. It's frankly pathetic. <laughs> yes, well, yes, exactly. I yeah, I just I, I, it's, it's, it's something that troubles me when people, yeah, they have, it, it, reflexively, they just have more empathy for a, a, a creature that they can command and trick with food than a person. Well, exactly. It just betrays an inability to engage with any kind of nuance with your fellow human beings. Yeah. Because, I mean, their main gripe against humans, as opposed to, say, dogs, is that humans will disagree with them occasionally. Yes, yeah. Every now and then a human will say, oh, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas those hungry dogs never say that. (laughs) I think think the opinion, the most pointless opinion I could share online to annoy people, and it's like, it's not true, I don't think it, but if I wanted to like engineer, you know, Katie Hopkins style, just trolling, Mm. I would be... um, Mm, I think it would be all rice is bad. All rice is bad. Yeah, I don't. I, obviously, okay. as you well know, Phil, I don't think that. But I think saying all rice is bad would annoy people who like rice. It would annoy people who think generalized statements are stupid. Um, people would want to know more about what I meant. Get lots of replies. Uh, some people would project a race element onto it. People would want to know what I meant. <laughs> it would become like people a race thing confused. very quickly. Maybe, maybe, maybe. People would think it was a I dog d- whistle. I, that's My instinct, though, is that nothing would happen because Asian people actually have a very good sense of humor about this sort of thing and are not sensitive. Oh, no. I think... As, as with all... As with all uh, uh, <laughs> Compl- manufactured controversy it would be a bored white person <laughs> a, a bored middle class you know, white person would quote tweet it and go oh well 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 and I think any Asian sword would just project their own less favoured rice into what you were saying so if a, if, yeah. a, if a Chinese person saw you write rice sucks they'd go yeah basmati does suck and then if an Indian person mm. saw it, they'd go, yeah, Jasmine is bullshit. You know, we just project <laughs> or they'd, our or they'd own look prejudices. At it, they'd look at it and they'd go, oh, he's he's white and he lives in the West. Yeah, the kind of rice that, that, that those people eat is a horrible mush. Yeah, Uncle Ben's is, is not good. I mean, Uncle Ben's is not Uncle good. What will Uncle Ben's be now? It's, it's not, not good for a number of reasons. To, yeah. Uncle Ben is, and he's gone now, isn't he? Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think Uncle Ben's is gone. I think he's gone. They never. We never had the pancake syrup lady over here. Aunt Jemima. Yeah, that was never in the UK, yeah. was it? No, I don't think so. Did you have that in in Malaysia? No, no, never seen Aunt Jemima. I think it's just an American thing. Yeah, I think it might be. I don't think that you get many. The only British Jemima is the is the puddle duck, which is annoying because it's a goose, which is another house observation. Puddle duck. What's puddle duck? Jemima puddle duck. Eh? Eh? It's a kid's book. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. must have passed me by. No, oh, Phil, you, you've 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 never you've you've you're so ignorant of a lot of the greatest works of literature. Yeah, I just I, I never <laughs> I never got to the classics. I just never committed. I should. You just lo- you just love magical realism. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yes. What do you? Yeah, I think that that would get traction. I don't know. I think enough people would take it the wrong way or, or find something weird about it that it might get traction. About you saying all right. I need to. Sucks. I need to get more online traction, Phil. I want to become a troll. Yeah, give it a go. I think it'd be really fun. I. I mean, I get tempted so often to just start an anonymous account and just go full troll because. <laughs> The, the few times I've dabbled with my own account have been so intoxicating and addictive and fun. I totally see why people do it. It's probably, yeah, that's probably why a lot of the people like that do it. Like, it's a real thrill. Like, um, other my, one of our other guests, Glenn Moore, has, has met and worked with um, K. 
Katie Hopkins, and he was saying that he she would always just behave as if it was just like she didn't even mean any of it. Yeah, yeah. He says she's um, actually very nice in person. Yeah, and she would just think of it would. And then I've seen lots of interviews with her where she kind of explains that she almost starts from the point of view of like, oh, what what would no one say about this? Like, what would what would be an unsayable? Like, it's such an abstract thing because of whatever is wrong with her. God knows. Yeah. But, yeah, um, it, I mean, is it performance art, technically, what she does? <laughs> She's like Antwerp. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but then I guess if it sort of incites violence, then... That just mm. makes the art more powerful, Phil. Perhaps, perhaps. Yeah, but um, I can see well, she's why... she's gone now. Eh? She's gone now. She's lost her... She can't tweet anymore. She's lost her Twitter profile. I don't know if that... Oh, It'd be interesting to yeah. see if that really finishes her professionally. Because I suppose that was her sort of final bastion, wasn't it? Yeah, because she, 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 she doesn't write for a paper anymore. And does she have a radio show anymore? No. No. Uh, Maybe uh, she's done. Uh, uh. Where will she get her kicks from now? I don't know. I mean, she seems pretty resourceful. Yeah, she'll find a... Even in lockdown, she will go up to someone's window, just tap, and you'll just hear muffled things about immigrants. <laughs> She might start doing cameos. You know that cameo thing you can... <laughs> cameos for racist people. Maybe. 50 quid and she'll say something outrageous about a topic of your choice. That's I mean... A, that's her whole career it's anyway. Not, it's not... It's, that's true. That's true. To be offensive for money. I mean, it's not completely out of the remit of the modern world for that to happen. Maybe that's going to become like uh, our, our version of the two minutes hate from 1984 where it's like... You can't you can't actually hate anyone, but there's like special like celebrities who are like kind of hate hate workers, and you have to like sort of you hire them, and in private they say all these horrible things. Yeah, and it becomes like the new pornography. Everyone goes and, and shuts themselves into a little cupboard and gets gets their hate on. <laughs> yeah, gosh, maybe that could happen. That'd be fun. I guess that's kind of Twitter if you follow the right accounts. That that is right. That is true. Do, you, do we talk about Twitter too much? I worry that we talk about Twitter too much. I maybe, but the, the trouble is, I mean, that what else is there to talk about for the last few months? We haven't seen each other in person for three or four months. It's 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 also and like every I social think... interaction I have is online. Yes, and also I think you get the right to discuss Twitter in serious terms when the most powerful man on earth uses it to alter the stock market. That's true. That's true. I mean. <laughs> He single-handedly t- has turned into like. <laughs> there's a shortcut to the most powerful man in the world and his insane thoughts, and he just we can all just look at it. It's fucking mad. I mean, can you imagine the sort of shit Nixon would have come out with if he'd just been happy tweeting it? <laughs> I mean, holy yeah. shit! If you go back, how, how, I wonder this. How do you think Twitter feel about Donald Trump being on there? They must. They must be happy about it. Do you think it's like if you're a, a, a small-time restaurant owner and suddenly, like, like you run a little Italian bistro, um, and suddenly, like, the most terrifying mafia guy is is there like every Friday, mm. and it's it's a huge compliment and it's amazing for business, but also, oh fuck. Also, yeah, you know you're protected against all the other mafia men, but you know you can't cross this mafia man. Yeah. And also, you're protected as long as you keep the restaurant how he likes it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it would be like that. Yeah, no refurbishing the fucking dining booth when Al Capone is around. Uh, <laughs> Kanye West says he's going to run for president, but yeah. he, it surely is too late. He can't, can he? I think you can. Really? I think but so. But all the primaries are done. But he's not if running he... for a party. The primaries are just an internal party thing. So as an independent, you can like sign up any time before election day. I guess so. I mean, like the the the, the primaries are literally like party membership card carrying members only voting. It's not the public. I just, I don't know. I thought I saw somewhere that he'd missed deadlines. So there are just there are forms you have to fill in and applications you have to submit, and it's too late. But uh, who knows? Oh, really? Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or has he just announced it to get like a boost for his whatever insane piece of clothing he's trying to sell now? I think he means it. I don't think that necessarily means it's going to happen. 
I think he means what he says as he says it. I don't know if he means it forever. Right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, that's I, true. I, and again, we're only aware of that news through Twitter. And his Kim Kardashian signaled her support by quote tweeting it with the American flag emoji. That's the world we live in now. Yeah, of course you're right. You're right. Twitter is the real world now. It's all, it's all we have because of the disease, Phil. Which disease? COVID or um, our own mental illness that keeps us on Twitter? Ooh, very nice. I just meant the pandemic, but you know what, Phil? Ah. You've you've seen depths that I did not even realize were there. <laughs> That's why you have me on this podcast every week. <laughs> That's why you keep getting me back on. <laughs> Merlin over here. Uh, um, yeah. But I need to get more online, Phil, more online traction, because I'm Twitch streaming now. Yes, you are the new uh, Twitch king. I'm the new of king of Twitch. The internet. I, 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 I was really, I really wanted to watch, but I, I don't have a Twitch account. I think you can still go on the website. Oh, can you? And just watch. I think so. I think. And so. does it stay up? So, like yesterday, you played Age of Empires two. Yeah, you can watch that. Yeah, I think it should okay, still be up so there. I can just. Oh, nice. So I can just go on Twitch and uh, watch you play Age of Empires. Yes, and, and uh, it was quite good, actually. And I've had to turn a corner of my, my bedroom, my desk, into a real a real virgin's desk. <laughs> With all the computer kit and stuff to, to play fancy games. I mean, not, not that Age of Empires 2 is a fancy game visually, but um, very nostalgic to go back to. All the sound effects were there, Phil. That's, that, did you have to buy a new copy, or is this like your, your own original copy? Um, I, I already had I already had the 2019 ah. definitive edition. Yeah, with yeah. the free DLC nice of advanced graphics, Phil. Um, and you you can you can see people watching. They can like type comments and stuff as you're playing. There's a chat room. Yeah, I've had to I've I had to um, I bought a new computer screen, and now my old computer screen is like the chat window screen. I've got two screens. It's my it's my bedroom wow. looks like I've never known the sexual touch of another human being. <laughs> <laughs> oh neat so how how regularly will you be on twitch now um i'm gonna try and do it monday wednesday friday okay yeah 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 yeah. well maybe monday wednesday thursday but something like that i'm definitely gonna do medieval mondays and warzone wednesdays medieval mondays warzone. <laughs> does it have to have some alliteration for you to do it i've, I've done my what best could be on tuesday Turn-based strategy Tuesday. Oh uh, yeah, or to- you could do Total War Tuesday. Total War Tuesday, uh, which is an um, part turn-based. Uh, yes, yes, part turn-based. Uh, Thinking Thursdays. What well, what games would that be? Um, I got some really good uh, puzzle games, like uh, sort of mystery games, riddle games, puzzle games, stuff like uh, oh, Return okay. of the Oberdin, Talos. Um, oh, I might have to get these. Yeah, man. Yeah, they're very good, and I like. I think. I think Twitch is a format because you. You ideally you should Twitch stream for like at least you know two hours. I think. Mm. Um, solving mysteries is, would be quite a nice thing to do with like a group. It would be like an escape room where everyone else is is just uh, a chat 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 room members, and you're sort of in control of it, which would be quite nice. It'd be a more co- a more coordinated approach to solving mysteries. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've even managed to set up a green screen. I managed to buy one of those green cloths and rig it up behind me. Oh wow! And what's your back? What's your backdrop? Um, I just cut myself out of it, so I'm a floaty head boy in front of the game. Ah, okay, okay. In the corner, not just all over the oh <laughs> the screen. I can be wherever I want to be, Phil. With this, with this <laughs> oh, technology. Neat. Oh sweet! Twitch streaming okay, great. on the moon. <laughs> well, I'm going to watch that. And PodBuds, you should uh, also check it out with me. I'm going to start a Twitch where you can watch me watch Pierre's Twitch. <laughs> Wanglebox. <laughs> or Gogglefill. <laughs> um, but uh, yes, yeah. So do uh, what if, if if you if you want to watch me, even if you. Even if you don't, listeners, it would be a real help in terms of me becoming the king of Twitch if you just signed up and followed the account, even if you don't watch. If only to really enjoy your wonderful Age of Empires graphic, which has your face in 
<laughs> in, in all three generals' heads. <laughs> yes, yes. My younger That's sister really photoshopped me a logo for Age of Empires. Oh, I didn't see that that pun. There was uh, so one is just Pierre plays Twitch, and the other one is uh, Age of Empires, which is the name of the stream. <laughs> it's harder than I remember, man. Really? Maybe the AI is smarter it... now. Do you reckon they've upgraded it? Yeah, well, when I was when I set up a skirmish mode, the, there was a thing where it said you can choose your enemy can be the AI, the CD mm. AI, or the HD AI. What? I, I'm not sure what that means. I think they I think they mean there's a new AI, or you can have like the old CD game. You know, so 2002. The, the CD AI. AI, yeah, that's the original AI. Yeah, and, then and the then, HD AI is your hard drive AI, which you can download and update. <laughs> I think I'm the guessing. HD, I think it's just because they released an HD edition in like 2009. Oh, I see. I presume it's like the AI you can download and store on your hard drive. Imagine that, the ghost in the machine who you fight in a little medieval war. <laughs> yeah, interesting. That'd be fucking great. But yeah, what, I'm, what, I'm on, what's I'm on your Twitch. What's your army of choice? What's your civilization of choice in the old Age of Empires? Well, they've added a load of new ones, Phil. Oh really? I, I had no idea how far they'd gone. Scientologists? Added... Yeah. <laughs> yes. They've added mole people. <laughs> They've Tom added, Cruise um... is a very powerful unit. Tom Cruise is a very powerful unit. He costs two thousand food to build. <laughs> Which is strange <laughs> for such a short man, but he he has a, he, a very high metabolism. And he does his own stunts, so he actually did he the mocapping. Yeah. He did the mo-capping for his own character in Age of Empires 2. Um, Great. Yes, uh, mole people. Uh, you can play as um, Predator. Oh, imagine that. I'd love that. Yeah. Um, no, they've added like um, Indians, like Malians, Portuguese, Magyars, Lithuanians. Wow. There's shitloads. Nice one. And and like niche ones from a long time ago as well, like sort of very sort of. I, that's it's the most confusing thing about Age of Empires because you're sort of playing as like the Celts, which sort of implies that you're, you know, I mean, what's that circa the year three hundred, mm. and then you're playing as the Portuguese, so you're like, right, so fifteen hundreds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What Seems is this a bit about? Balanced. Yeah, don't really. They're very. It's very unclear. They just sort of go well, ooh, all all of it, all of it. In you know, it was the age of empires. You know, the Cel <laughs> the Celtic Empire. <laughs> you know, history, right, guys? Yeah, very vague. <laughs> it was a specific age of empires. That one age where they we were empires. We all know the age. <laughs> you remember the one? Great. Well, I, I'm gonna check that out. Yes, please do. Um, shall we do some correspondence? Yes, Age of Correspondence. Age of Correspondence. Ring, ring. Letters, keep emails, 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 phone Correspondence. We've had um, a lot of kind words for the Raw Chicken Fight Club story from last week. Yes, so many, so many, such a reaction for Raw Chicken Fight Club. <laughs> it's a really shit. fantastic tale a really fantastic tale i i actually it's, it's like read an urban it aloud myth. yes well i i read it aloud to friends in the park <laughs> okay like something from the victorian era <laughs> and did they enjoy as i was approaching as i was approaching the climax of the reveal of of the boxing gloves they were giddy they were saying what could it be oh god what's it gonna be <laughs> that's and you never see it coming. That's what's, that's what's never great about that Yeah, exactly. That, that, well, that's exactly it. I mean, you, you you can't predict that. That was what made it so mind blowing. And once I revealed it to them, they said, "You could have given me a thousand years, and I wouldn't have known." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we have uh, a, an old email from Joseph. A quick little old email from Joseph. Joseph, on you, Joseph. Joseph, on you go. Yes, very nice. Uh, last name, please. Oh, no, it's from Johnson. Sorry. He wants to be called Johnson. Johnson. Yes. He said Johnson. Last 
Yeah. Last, he said, last name, please, Pierre. I think you should encourage this anyway to give the podcast a school vibe. Okay. So we're not using Listen here, Johnson. <laughs> Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. The Johnson's less of a school vibe, more of a American uh, detective vibe, isn't it? Johnson? Yeah, or a radar control room. Well, yeah. In like yeah, a yeah. military film. Some, there's some sense of emergency with Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. It's always quick. Johnson. It's never <laughs> no one ever no one ever asks a guy called Johnson like Johnson. Johnson, what are you doing? <laughs> no. I know who'd like a slice of cake. Johnson. <laughs> it's never that's way. Johnson. He's <laughs> <laughs> always impatient with Johnson with that Johnson boy. Yeah. So he says, uh, dear butt pod, or if this has already been done, dear plip and plop. <laughs> they're both good. I think the butt pod, I think that's, surely that's been done before, but I can't remember it. Butt pod. I don't know if it has, you know, butt pod. That's one of those when you think, surely that's been done, but the real genius is finding the obvious which no one has noticed. That's it. That's it. Mm. Uh, he says, like Phil, I have a vaguely penis-related name. Yes, I was about to say Wanga Johnson. Now that would be a detective double team. Yes, that would be good. That would be good. Wang and Johnson, yeah. Wang and Johnson. Get Wang and Johnson on this. <laughs> um, he says, however, we're both on the mild end of the spectrum and don't know real trauma. I'd say that's true, yeah. He says, I once knew a guy called Sandy Cobbledick. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy Cobbledick. Sandy Cobbledick. <laughs> Cobbledick. Cobbledick. I, I you know who'd like some of this cake? Cobbledick. Cobbledick. I think it sounds like um, it sounds like a kind of made-up name, like uh, um, you know, like uh, sort of a something you accuse someone of being, like a Rip Van Winkle. Okay. So you'd be like, well, you're a regular Sandy Cobbledick over here. <laughs> cool your jets, Sandy Cobbledick. Poor Sandy Cobbledick. Poor Sandy Cobbledick. Um, he has and subsequently it, changed... It... Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So Sandy's a... Yeah, I guess... Hey, actually, I did know um, 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 a guy Sandy once. We've met a Sandy. Is it, is it Shroff Alexander? Is it... Alexander, Ooh, Sandy? Sandy. Maybe it is. I've never thought of that. I, I was always just happy enough to accept it. Mm-hmm. But that's just me, Phil. Um, he has subsequently changed his name completely and become a born-again Christian, as, as well you would. Wow. Wow. Imagine, imagine having a name that drove you to find God and to any, any excuse to change my name. Yeah. It's like, uh, well, you get your name when you're baptized. It's like, well, I'll do it again. <laughs> Roll the dice again. <laughs> I'm penis throbcock. Oh no! <laughs> like it's randomly generated. <laughs> Drippy shaftsman. No. <laughs> That's even worse than the last time. That's worse than I want to be Sandy Cobbledick again. <laughs> Um, so he says, uh, your podcast has got me thinking. There are loads of penis names, but hardly any vagina-based ones. Obviously, there's Fanny, but is that it? It's not fair. That is a good point. Well, mm. I mean, this this is also a symptom of us simply having fewer words for vaginas. We're so mm. penis-obsessed as a species that, you know, there's, there's just more to play with <laughs> in terms yes. of penis. Fanny, pussy galore, but that seems like a cheat. No, yeah, that is. You can't, pussy you, is not an you can't just, of my C. Yeah, you can't make up an, you can't just call someone cunt Hendrix. No no. I've tried to. What about like <laughs> It'd be a sleeve. strong fucking name to introduce yourself with. <laughs> cunt cunt Hendrix. <laughs> now that now that's an unlucky baptism. Cunt Hendrix? God, how did I even get in the mix? <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, my, my 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 father stubbed his toe while he was telling the nurse what to write down on the form. <laughs> Joanna Muff Muff Does Muff come up as a name ever? Muffy Muffy 
Muffy is Muffy. A, Muffy is a, one of those weird old names that doesn't happen anymore. Uh, okay, I wonder why. I think Muffy. I'm gonna look up Muffy. Hope I don't. I'm not gonna click on the image. Yeah, Muffy. Muffy is even a character in Animal Crossing. <laughs> okay, well there you go. There you go. It uh, it is a sheep that wears earmuffs. There you go. <laughs> With a big muff. That's how they got the name. <laughs> oh, I think but Muffy the, is the name in English. He's right. There is no... There aren't many vagina names, but that is more to do with us not not being as obsessed with the vagina as we are with the penis. And it's a damn shame. Yeah, yeah it is a damn It's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. Is there a, is there a pre-existing name, uh, Phil, that we can think of that is uh, we can just start from now on, like we can decide is from now on like uh, like that, more vagina-based? Well, I guess that's what happened to Johnson, isn't it? Like, how did Johnson end up meaning a penis? Mm. Yes. Someone so, must have decided. Hmm. What about uh, Sally? Your Vera. How about Vera? Vera. Yes, that's just out of date enough that anyone who objects is is too old and weak. We can ignore them. And it's got the V in it. Vera. I think. Yeah. Get your put your Vera away. <laughs> Oh, put your yeah. Vera away, will you? It's hard to say Vera oh, away. Oh, right in the Vera. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> that got me right in the Vera. Yeah. I'm. 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 I'm my my votes for Vera. That's good. I'm. I'm in favor of Vera. Oh, she, she fell over and her her Vera fell out. <laughs> Have you ever seen a vagina appear? <laughs> <laughs> it's a kind of like a a, a long uh, straw, isn't it? <laughs> a straw. <laughs> a straw. Like a proboscis, no? Oh God! I like the fact that when when someone's vagina does like accidentally come out and become visible, people do still say "fell out" as if it has like there's enough to fall. Yeah, sure. Dick and balls fall out; they flop around. Yeah, they do. It's ghastly. But it's it's because it's too weird to say that she fell over and her vagina appeared. Appeared, yeah, like a ghost. Yeah, like it wasn't on her body until then. Yeah. No, you've got to say fell out, I'm afraid. We're stuck with it. Someone's Vera fell out. (laughs) (laughs) What's important Um, is that we're having the conversation. It's important to have these conversations in uh, these unprecedented times. Uh, That's right. Johnson has a coolest uncool and uncoolest cool suggestion. Yeah. So he says... Oh, go on then, Johnson. Spit it out. (laughs) <laughs> what is it Johnson? spit it out Johnson what is it uh, coolest uncool glasses so yes, he says they're inherently yes. yeah they're inherently nerdy but they come in a range of interesting styles that enhance or mitigate people's weird heads that's true and I can speak from experience that um, mm-hmm. my, well, I, I, it took me so long to embrace glasses you know and to my detriment, I mean, at, at like high school and university, I thought, oh, I'll just get the really thin frames because then it'll be like, I don't have glasses at all. Maybe people <laughs> won't even notice I'm wearing glasses if they're really thin. Secret glasses. But, but they looked awful. They, they make your my eyes look all narrow and weird. And then I went, you know what? I'm just going to go the other way. I'm just going to have big ass frames. And now I have these big 80s serial killer frames and... They're so much, look so much better. They're so much cooler because it's obvious I've embraced my short-sightedness, which is the coolest thing you can do. Yeah, you know what you're about. Mm-hmm. And you're about seeing. <laughs> um, Never let it be said that I'm not into seeing. <laughs> well, Phil's one of the t- most lookingest mans I know. <laughs> um, uncoolest cool. Big, unkempt fisherman beards, but with immaculately coiffured hair. So yeah, huge, the kind of frizzy beard, but with the kind hair. of guy who works in a barber shop that is putting too much effort into the old worldy gentleman aesthetic. Yes, yes. It's 
is like a barbershop called Sam's Hair Shed. And yeah, well, the, the word emporium is thrown around a lot. Emporium, and there's things in jars. Yes. They put the like, combs in jars, and the guys have gelled hair, but as, he, as Johnson says, big old beards. They're all wearing suspenders. Yes. And, yes. and as he points out, it indicates that the scruffiness of the beard is studied artifice, which is the most depraved form of cool. Interesting. Interesting. Yes, I think that's a very good point. I, I've i never been able to enter those places because I can't grow a beard. So to me, they've always had the vibe of a members club I'm not allowed in. Yes, well, um, you, you've... You've, you, you're coming as close as you've ever come during lockdown. Yeah, it's still not close. I mean, it's <laughs> it's still appalling, my facial hair. I think your mustache is coming along. It's definitely, it's trying. It's, <laughs> it's doing its best to come out there. You're just stopping it. And there must be the most patronizing thing you've ever said to me. I think, I think it is. your mustache is coming along. It's coming along. Because <laughs> you, when, when I first knew you, you didn't really have to shave. That's true. That's true. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> it true. wasn't something on your schedule. That's right. This was like a nineteen. Maybe once a month, I had to give it a quick glide. Yeah. But now I do have to do it every two days. You were. You or were a monthly days, glider. That's right. I called it my time of the month when I had to <laughs> shave. <laughs> yeah. Whereas now, as you say, every every two days. I mean, that's you know, as a as a as a as a rate increase. That's true. That is an improvement. Thank you. Thank you for your support. <laughs> Guys, do tweet your support. <laughs> Let's get people talking. Um, and uh, one one last bit of correspondence. It's a bit of uh, a bit of tat and a bit of story from Carl. Ooh, lovely. I haven't had any tat for a while. Yes. Uh, so Carl says, "Dear Peas, greetings from New Zealand, founding farters and first time writer." Sorry about all the uh, stuff you said about New Zealand back there. We are fans, really. Just uh, not fans of the goo-goo-ba-joo attitude that everyone outside of New Zealand has for it. Yes. Everyone in New Zealand is perfectly sane regarding their country. Um, Mm. As opposed to us who get obsessed. One uh, piece of tat. He says, however, Phil, he won't be offended. Uh, You'll be glad to know because he says, I'm Austrian Chinese. Huh? Mm. Well, well, well. I suppose we didn't have to apologize for the whole New Zealand thing after all. Austrian yeah. Chinese. Man, Austrian that is Chinese. one authoritarian person. <laughs> that is a stern guy. <laughs> cool, Austrian Chinese. Coffee and tea. Carl, the Australian Chinese. Yeah, coffee and tea. Uh, so he says I'm Austrian Chinese growing up in Hong Kong I'm more affiliated with my Chinese side Uh, and uh, he says people Mm. often had Austria muddled with Australia Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. yeah and he says I thought it would be funny to educate people about the difference between the two countries in an attempt to clarify the misunderstanding during a visit of my Austrian family I purchased a tote bag with the classic kangaroo road sign but captioned Mm -hmm. No kangaroos in Austria. This tote bag already exists. Oh, I'm looking at a picture of it right now, Phil. Wow, okay. Yeah. So it's a black tote bag. Yeah. And on the side, it has a yellow uh, diamond. Mm-hmm. Like the kangaroo road sign you see in Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it says no kangaroos, and then under the kangaroo silhouette, in Austria. Okay. <laughs> it's very clear on its message. Yeah. Uh, so he says, uh, I was 16 and I was ashamed of this purchase for quite a while. However, a bag is a bag, and it did come in useful from time to time. I'm a that teacher. True, a bag is a bag. That's that classic Austrian <laughs> <laughs> certainty. A bag is a bag. A bag is a bag. <laughs> <laughs> this is Austrian side coming out there, yeah. It is nothing else. You it will observe that it's a bag. It is a bag. <laughs> so it says um, 
a bag is a bag, and it came in useful <laughs> time to time. Uh, he says, I'm a teacher now, and during the summer holiday, I brought the bag to the office. The principal saw my bag in the distance and complimented me for, quote, showing solidarity with our mates across the ditch. I was confused for a second and quickly became embarrassed. Yeah, gotcha, for, gotcha. Yeah, for lame tat. Oh, so, so the, the ditch is what Australians and New Zealand's, this equivalent of the pond for us, is it? I think so, yeah. Or the channel, the ditch. Yes. Okay. So he said he became embarrassed because the lame tat had nothing to do with the Australian bushfires. Uh, ah. We had a chat, and I'm sure that during the chat he had a closer look at the tat. However, he did not mention anything and kept it cool. <laughs> That's good of him. Yes. So, uh, and he's got one poo story. Okay, great. Uh, or, or sort of a general vibe. Uh, pool lifeguard is an uncool, cool job. Pool lifeguard. Uncool, mm. cool. Yes, yes. Because you're, you're hench, you can swim, you're active, but you're a prefect. Yeah, and you're the you're boss of the grass. water. You're a grass. <laughs> You're a water cop. <laughs> You're a water cop. You're a goddamn elevated snitch. <laughs> Snitching on the, the ocean. You're a wet snitch. You're a wet snitch. <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> says, pool lifeguard is an uncool, cool job. Having been in this occupation for seven years, I have seen it all. It was cool to be able to use my skills and make a difference in some life-threatening incidents. However, most incidents were not life-threatening. Most incidents involved feces. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pool poo police. Pool poo police. Um, It's a pool poo. (laughs) uh, The pool poo popo. Uh, He says... uh, (laughs) He says, code brown in a spectrum of consistency, color, buoyancy, and quantity. Gosh, yeah. We have had a few members of the public rushed into the facilities with dripping shit from their trousers, tracing from the streets to our changing rooms. Go, 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 go. <laughs> Quick, get in the pool. Other than get him out of here. Poo, yes. Yeah. Other than cleaning up poo, we also had to deal with the pervs. The pervs, okay. Yeah, trespassing the dirty little boys and girls who were doing creepy things under the bubbles in the spa pool. Wow, pool poo pervs. Pool poo pervs. Pool pool pervs so for the pool poo a... poo popo. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, okay, so they were per. Okay, so she had, he had to look out for poos, pervs in the pool. Let me tell you what it's like to be a lifeguard, Johnson. It's poos and pervs. <laughs> like it's like drill camp drill sergeant like i bet you all thought it was gonna be <laughs> and the one thing you gotta <laughs> and of course the one thing you have to remember is a perf is a perf and a poo <laughs> is a poo nothing more nothing less and they should be treated as such there was a perf you will remove the perf like you will remove the poo when there is a poo Take the poo and put it in your bag. A bag is a bag and a poo is a poo. <laughs> yes, he says, uh, 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 in the dimmed light of the sauna and, with, and within the vapor of the steam room, I have seen it all. Gosh. Oof. Yeah. Perverts okay. in the mist. Oh, no. Having to fight, fight your way through the steam to catch a presumably wanking man. <laughs> wow. He doesn't say catch that. A, I'm just guessing. Catch a, catch a pool predator. Catch a pool. Catch a, <laughs> pin a pin a pool predator. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Says he, glad he I'm no longer feel, in this bum bum job. He had to job. feel his way in. He had to feel his way in the mist for a, a predator in the steam. Gosh. Pouring sweat like a jungle explorer. Oof. Yeah. Says glad well, I'm no longer you. in this bum bum job. Um, hope you're well during the lockdown. Okay. Thank you. Keep. Keep hitting planes. Keep jacking it. Keep hitting planes. Is that a Kiwi thing? Or an Austrian thing? Is that the Austrian uh, v- slang? V- for Our metaphor it? for masturbation is hitting planes because in both cases it would be a disaster. <laughs> there are two things you mustn't do. 
that planes. Why. I don't know. Maybe we'll figure it out. But thanks, thanks, Carl. Hope you hope you're all right in. Uh, uh, I wonder if he no, he's no, he's in New Zealand. He's in New Zealand. But yeah, Aus- Austrian Chinese. That's the first. That's the first I've heard of it. Carl Jung. He could still be called Carl Jung. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he could be Carl Jung. <laughs> yeah. He gets a lot of restaurant tables when he's in Austria. I thought he was dead. Well, he's coming tonight. <laughs> he looks different. <laughs> Wait a minute, you're a lifeguard. <laughs> um oh. All right. I I I've I've got to go because I've I've moved I've moved the recording thing into my room for all my tech. All my tech is now in one corner of my room. And you know what I've learned about my room, Phil? Is that if you leave the window closed so that you can report, record BudPod and you leave the big mm. computer on, it's uh, it's not dissimilar to one of the uh, hot little rooms that Carl was catching wanking people in. Right, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. You must be sweating. Uh, I'm, um, I'm, I'm going to go and try and ve- reventilate my hot little flat. What are you going to do uh, for the rest of the day, Phil? I'm off to record a TV show. I'm going to in the studio for the first time since the lockdown began. Socially distant celebrities. Yes, yes. Nice. So that should be interesting. And uh, uh, you, you probably can't tell us what it is, but when will it be on the air? Do you know? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. All right. Well, just keep an eye on every channel. Just, yeah, like watch that. all the channels. Yeah, watch all just the channels, keep an eye on your TV guide there. Um, Put a, a, a Google alert for uh, Phil yes. Wang uh, television. TV. Television. Um, and uh, uh, a thank you to um, a listener on Twitter who was asking if we have a, a significant time delay when we're recording this. We don't. It's just that one or the other of us is just having a think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think people think enough on podcasts (laughs) so i really give everything a good think but i I know what you mean sometimes i listen back to these podcasts and i go come on phil doesn't take that long does it (laughs) every every now and then when there's a really when there's like a really big gap i'd sometimes sometimes i will just i will edit it down it's also because we can't see each other so it's harder to tell when someone's actually done saying something you you don't realize how much is sort of conveyed in in just facial expressions and physical demeanors, you know. Yes. If if this was a sci-fi movie, um, it would turn out that one of us was just like a kind of was long dead and, and had just been recording a podcast with either a robot voice or their imagination. Yeah. Either way, it'd be a tragic, tragic conclusion. What a twist. Um, what a twist. All right. Well, uh, thanks, dead Phil or robot Phil. Does not compute, but um, I'll see you next week. Talk to you next week. Talk to you next week, man. Talk to you, all other people listening in next don't, week. Don't Bye. Catch is Enjoy. Bye. Try not to. I'll try. Bye. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.